good realtor will spend three hours a day calling? This is not your typical boring real estate show. This is real estate marketing redefined, uncensored, and unedited in what's working today in the market minus the fluff. This is Real Estate Marketing Dude, because just having a license isn't enough. Now, please welcome your host, the unprofessional professional, Mike Cuevas. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. Folks, we got quite the show for you today. So good. We attempted to do this yesterday. We had some technical difficulties, but the conversation was going so good, we did not want to half-ass anything. And we decided to bring it live right here for you inside of the Real Closers group. Folks, there's a lot of things changing right now. And one of the things are, as you hear a lot of people talk about personal branding, attracting going back to the old school of generating referrals. Referrals never went anywhere. The only thing that happened was a bunch of tech gurus came inside the space, tried telling you all that you had to go out and start chasing a bunch of leads and prospecting. And then we ask ourselves why 87% of you guys don't even make it past five years. Well, it's because you're told to do shit that doesn't work anymore. And it is no longer 1970. It's actually 2019 or 2020. Holy shit, it's 2020. I am a dinosaur. But who we have on today is... Um, Probably the king of referrals. I mean, I've known this guy for a while. It's an honor to have him on the podcast. We sort of uh, accidentally ran into each other through a uh, shared mutual acquaintance and client. And um, we're like, let's do a show. So without further ado, let's go ahead and welcome the king of referrals, Mr. Michael Mayer. What's up, dude? What's up, Mike Cuevas? Dude, <laughs> the real estate marketing dude. This is an honor and a privilege. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you. Well, likewise, man. Uh, a lot of people know who you are, Michael. Before we get into the interview, let's go ahead and um, give everybody a quick rundown, sort of like how you got this, who you are briefly, and then let's uh, run right into it. I got a lot to ask you. I'm going to make this super short because it, it really doesn't matter who I am, right? I'm hoping to share some ideas and strategies that you can implement to get referrals today. That's what I really want to focus on. Got started in real estate in 1999. Uh, within three years, I'd done 187 transactions all on my own just in my third year. I'd done over 250 in my first three years combined, all on my own, netted a million dollars, grossed 1.35 million, did over a million dollars in net the next eight straight years. Everybody wanted to know what I was doing. Howard Brenton introduced me as a star power star. He had a list of 100,000 people. Everybody was contacting me and I thought, you know what, I need to write a book. So a lot of people, like a lot of people who need to write a book, I didn't write a book for two years. And then I had knee surgery. And uh, as a complication of the knee surgery, I ended up getting seven blood clots, three in each lung, and one went through my heart and killed me. I actually heard my own heart flatline at Olathe Medical Center. Uh, 37 seconds later, I was resuscitated. That night in ICU, in intensive care in Olathe Medical Center in Kansas, of all places, I outlined what became 7L, the seven levels of communication. And uh, that book came out a couple of years later and it has pulled me down a whole new path in life. That book has been number one in the real estate sales category on this little site called amazon.com for nine straight years, all by referral, all by word of mouth, no advertising, no promotion, no, you know, buy my book for free, pay for shipping and shipping's only $99, right? None of those. It, it's 100%. I mean, we got connected by Tara Carter, right? We, we yep. were connected. 
And, and that's the success of 7L is that 100% of those sales have been people connecting people to the book, people referring to the book. And uh, it's the power of it. You know, we've been in the top 10,000 books on Amazon for nine straight years, which has been a miracle, quite honestly. It's been a blessing and a miracle. And uh, so that leads me to today when we're talking about the Army of Ambassadors and the referral game. And uh, I'm very excited about helping people build an army of ambassadors who speak highly of them and refer them willingly. And I'm really excited about the referral game. Very, very, I want to show you how to win the referral game. It's a lot of fun to play, but it's even more fun to win. I don't um, understand. Um, Let me start from the beginning here. And uh, I want to bring everyone back down to ground zero if I can. First off, referrals are lifeblood of our business, folks, all right? 60 plus percent of business each and every year comes from repeat clients and referrals or people that are referred to you. And you do not get referrals from strangers for the exact same reason that you don't tell or recommend a restaurant you've never visited yourself. So the point of the, my conversation is, is that the number one thing any business owner does, and you guys are all entrepreneurs. If you don't, you don't work for your brokerage. Your brokerage works for you. Their job is to do nothing more than create an environment for you to succeed. Now, what you need to do though is realize where does business actually come from? And for all the agents that have been here less than three or four years that are watching this right now, this piece of advice is gonna be very beneficial. First piece of advice is don't listen to the fucking gurus. My second piece of advice is to concentrate on where the business actually comes from. And I wanna break down the stats for you because everything Michael's gonna share with you today doesn't mean anything unless you realize why he's doing it. So here's the truth. 60 plus percent of business comes from referrals and repeat clients every single year. That has not changed since I've been tracking these stats. Michael's been this longer than I have. We'll ask him about that. But if that's the case, what is it? And any business owner, the number one thing you're going to do is figure out what drives sales. So let's switch gears. If I were to start a Mexican restaurant, because I'm Mexican, and what we do is we make tacos. And if I'm going to create a taco stand right here in San Diego, the number one thing I would do, (laughs) the number one thing, the number one thing I would do though is research what neighborhood should I open my tacos in? Because I'm looking to see what drives sales. Okay, very simple, right? Any business owner is going to do the same damn thing. Now, let's ask yourself this. What audience in your business as a real estate agent drives the vast amount of sales? Okay, the statistics show roughly over 50% of business each and every year comes in the form of referrals. 12 to 13%, give or take, is repeat business. And then if you add up the additional 12 to, call it 16, 17%, it's a combination of people that found their agent either through an open house, in front of a sign they called on, or it's a strategic referral, like a lender to lender or lender to agent, a title rep or someone along those lines. At the end of the day, folks, here's what it comes down to. 80% of all business comes from people you know, you personally met, worked with in the past, or you were referred to. So here's my challenge to you and why I'm painting the picture here is that if you are right now making a priority at front of generating referrals. So like if you're putting a lead generation system in front of your referral game, you're already setting yourself up for disaster. Mm. If you are putting more emphasis on Zillow before you put in your referral game, you're nothing more than a salesperson chasing a bunch of fucking leads. This is not a transactional game. This is the long-term game that we're going to be chatting about today. And there's nothing more beautiful when you wake up and get an email and someone just says, Hey, I need to buy a house this morning. It didn't cost you a freaking dollar. It didn't cost you any single thing you want, but it happens. So that's what we're talking about today. This is going, this is the lifeblood of your business. Did I miss anything on that? No, I think that's the podcast. I think we're done. That's the show. And I hope you guys enjoyed it because that, uh, <laughs> that I mean, I mean, he, he hit it on the head. You know, it is too often we see this business as a, as a transactional business and Everybody's talking about it's about relationships. It's about relationships. No, it's not. It's not actually. 
now, do we need to make this transition from transactional to relational? Yes, we do. But the thing is, is it's not about relationships. The subtitle of my book is go from relationships to referrals. It's not all about relationships. It's about, whoa, look at that. I'm so excited. So, <laughs> he's knocking shit over. He's, 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 he's going over. crazy over there. It's about referrals. Ladies and gentlemen, it's about referrals. It's, are you getting referrals from your relationships? Are you transitioning? And it's time to quit chasing and it's time to start attracting. Stop chasing, start attracting. If they're not coming towards you, you're doing something wrong. You're repelling them. What are you doing to repel people? And what are you doing to attract people? And that's what we show is we show this attraction model that attracts people to you. And you've got to be attracting. The other thing is, is I want people to start thinking a little bit differently about their business and their real estate business in, in particular. I want you to stop thinking about it as transactional for sure. And that's hard to do. Trust me, because you get paid on the transaction. But you have to realize you get paid twice on the referral. So yeah. we need to go from transactional we need to go to relational, but we need to take it a step beyond. Is your business transformational? Are you transforming this person who has gone through your transaction to not just a relationship, but listen to me, to a brand ambassador who is a walking, talking brand ambassador, walking, talking billboard for you on the streets? And, and that takes more effort. That takes more communication. That takes a better experience for them. That's what we need to be thinking about is how are you transforming your clients? And, and I'll give you a great question that you need to answer is how many of your clients would attend your funeral? Yeah, love it. And now I didn't say how many of your clients would be the reason for your funeral because <laughs> we've had a few of those, but how many of your clients would attend your funeral? That's the end game. 20 years ago, when I started calling clients forever clients, and I, I kept telling people, it's forever clients. They're not clients. They're not freaking past clients. Please, dear God, let's kill that word. They are forever clients. So if you start thinking in terms of the infinity symbol for your clientele, you're going to treat them differently. You're going to treat them better. And you're going to realize the time after the transaction is much longer than the time in the transaction the profit after the transaction is also much higher than oh, the yeah. one on the first. I want to get your opinion on this. So I was always like, you know, when I'm in production, I never cared about the first transaction, right? I didn't care if the co-operating commission was only 2% versus the two and a half. I didn't even look at the fucking commission. It irks me when I see that because when you guys are converting Zillow leads right now, or you're converting any type of prospecting, wait, wait, whatever nobody, it is. Nobody's converting. You're talking, right. to, <laughs> so, you're talking to this much of the crowd. A lot of them are chasing because eight of them are getting Chasing, fine. A lot of people feel like, though, you're, you're right. A lot of people feel like you're converting. But yeah. when a lot of this is mindset, too, because trust me, I want to make money. I like to make money. When I close a deal, I'm like, great, I make some money. But the truth is, is that you make more money playing the long game because the average person buys anywhere between three and five properties over the course of their lifetime, mm -hmm. right? So when I look at a client, I look at a relationship and I put a value on it anywhere between 25 and 50,000 bucks. You can't really price it because it's really priceless because you can't determine how many referrals they're going to give to you. Yeah. What he just said is absolutely true, guys, is that you're not selling real estate to go ahead and sell a house. You're selling real estate to build a huge personal brand. And when you transform your entire SOI and your database into your sales force, which is what he's talking about, it's extremely, extremely powerful. And 
Michael and I do like, we, do, we concentrate on the same thing, referrals, but we do it a little yeah. bit differently. I'm more on the video branding side. Okay. He's more on like the one-on-one relationship side. And the truth is you need both of them. What we do is we create video content and we farm video content to your database. So it makes you unforgettable. But just being unforgettable is only half the battle without a connection, right? You still have to reach out and nurture those relationships. And no, you shouldn't be always fucking talking about real estate with them either. The same reason that if you're with your damn friends at dinner, are you talking about real estate the whole fucking time? I'm sorry, if you are, that's the last time you're ever going to dinner with them. (laughs) So (laughs) you have to think about like how we do this. And honestly, it is a lot simpler than I think most of us think. When you focus on just being you, like just be normal, like be human. How do you nurture your relationships with your fraternity brothers, your classmates, your neighbors? It's no differently, right? Michael, what's your thoughts on that? Well, first and foremost, I believe in being you, you know, and, and the other part of it too is you have to balance being you with being the best you possible for the person in front of you or the group in front of you. You know, if, if you're sitting in front of a high engineer, attorney, CPA, you know, you're not going to be able to be your normal D, your normal salesperson. Just buy it. Just buy it. And they're like, I need more data. I need more information. Just buy it. So part of this is being the best you possible. It's not being fake. It's just communicating in a way that they get it. But the other part of this too, and this is what I love about the 7L system, is we have this one-to-one aspect which is building relationships like this, one-to-one. It's one-to-one with the phone call. It's one-to-one with the handwritten note. It's one-to-one with the, with the dinners or the meetings or the coffees. And then we have this beautiful aspect of the one-to-many, right? And 7L was all about maximizing the one-to-one relationship. How do you build an ambassador one awesome person at a time? And then the second thing is we got to rally the troops. And that's the one-to-many strategy. And, the, and that's the next book that's coming out. And that's where we're talking about how do we maximize this one-to-many strategy using events, group dinners, seminars, parties, that kind of thing. And the fact of the matter is we need a little bit of both. We need a little bit of both. The the one-to-one strategy is very intensive, very time intensive, very energy intensive. It just takes the other side of it is the, the, the event side or the seminar side is also time intensive, but it's leverageable and scalable which we have to have in our business. We have to have the, the balance of both. In our, I mean, real closers, right? It's pretty easy to close somebody one-on-one and, and that's how a lot, but what if you could close a hundred at the same time? And yeah. that's essentially what, what an event does is, is, and here's the other thing about closing at an event is you don't have to do any closing because your ambassadors are closing for you. 100%. They're talking about you. They're all in the group. We have this formula, this equation that I made up and you'll see how simple this really is, is like plus like equals two loves. And what that (laughs) means is you've got a person who likes you and another person who likes you at an event, they meet each other. Well, they're like, oh, you like Mike too? Yeah, I like Mike. Oh my gosh, I like Mike too. That's fantastic. What do you like about Mike? And they're talking about Mike Cuevas, right? And And then what happens is they leave that event and they're both emboldened and empowered to refer you more, talk highly yes. about you because the principle of social proof is kicked in that it's not just me who loves Mike, it's other people who love Mike. And that only happens at an event. And it's not something you can necessarily replicate. That actually literally just happened to us. We had our mastermind in office last week. This is a true story. It's happened last week. And um, 
you know, obviously the people in our camp, they are our brand ambassadors. They really are. They love the dude. They love the dude marketing. They love our, our culture. They love our community. And that's very you. important. Our experience, like our goal is when we onboard somebody is to provide an experience that is very duty. It fits our brand. And it's a lot of fun. Like that's just how we roll. But it's no differently in the uh, agent's business as well. It's like, what does that look like? So I want to go through some stats and talk about uh, why the business is always right in front of you. It always has been, you guys. Yeah. None of this stuff is theory. So when we're talking about creating these brand ambassadors, and this is funny. Is we're, we're speaking the same language, even though me and you have never spoke before. I feel like I'm talking yeah. to my damn brother here, but... A line in um, the heart, right? Yeah, right. Uh, so here's here are the stats, though, because I'm a I'm a numbers person. Like I like to work off of I don't like to work off of theory, right? I want to go off of nothing that we're telling you guys is theory. This is mathematical, okay? So right. when I'm talking I, on I my end, mathematics is it? My my, my undergrads <laughs> in mathematics, my MBAs in marketing and communications. All we did was quant and stats, right? I believe that you got to have the backing, the facts backing, the stats backing. To, to make it happen. So everything 100%. That I do is, is the same way. So I love it. So let's look at this, you guys. If you start making the focus a little bit more on attention versus transactions, it's a major difference. When you become the center of attention, people start talking about you like you just said. But here are the numbers on this. 10 to 15% of the people you know this year, they're moving and most of them don't know it yet. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's true for a lot of people. You're going to have life events. You're going to have uh, babies. You're going to have a divorce. You're going to have a job transfer, like relocation, right? You don't, you don't know and most people don't know this. So my challenge is to you is that all of you guys who are watching, some of you guys are watching this on Facebook right now. If you want to do a test, if you don't believe me, here's how it works. Go ahead right now and ask for a fucking plumber on your Facebook account. By the time we're done with this podcast, you will have seven or eight different recommendations. And the question is going to be like, how the fuck do all these people, while they're at work, have my plumber's cell phone number on them and they go out of their way, stop what they're doing, put down their TPS report, and then they come here and they say, oh, I got a referral. I got a guy, I got a guy, I got a guy. If they have that connection with their damn plumber, what do you think the connection is for the largest financial investment anyone ever makes in their damn lifetime, right? So 10 to 15%. Now that means 10 to 15% of your Facebook friends, the people who follow your page, the people who are on your Instagram account, the people who are subscribed to your YouTube channel that are on your email list, that are on your direct mail list. It's everywhere you go. So if you have 10 to 15 conversations a week, a month, whatever the hell it is, I'm sorry, one of them are moving. We do this all the time. We speak. I'm like, how many people are moving here? It's always 15%, even in a groom full of realtors. It's crazy. But that's not why we want to market our database, essentially. I want to market our database because all 100% of them have a referral from me. The question is, are they going to give it? And think about it. This is such a highly emotional business. It's a move. People talk about it, which means it's very highly conversable. That's why I believe it's such a highly referral-based business. We are in a really unique business. Mm-hmm. The advice I give for marketing and real estate is night and day to what I would do for another business. Just because the audience is so damn easy. It's our friends. You just have to be the most damn popular person for all your friends. Watch. Watch what happens. And if you start training your brain to think like that, you'll stop chasing a bunch of people you don't know and you'll start loving on the ones you do. If you're chasing, you're not referable, right? Yep. Because here's the thing. Are you going, like you, let's say you got those eight or nine names that are plumbers and you know one of the plumbers from a networking event and all he did was go up to people and hand his card to them and he was like, do you need a plumber? Do you need a plumber to refer? Do you need a plumber? Do you need a plumber to refer? And you're, I mean, it's like nobody has a need right there, you know? So the fact is, is the more you chase, the more that people won't refer you. And the reason is they don't want their friends to be chased. They don't want their friends to feel like That's they're chased. They don't want their friends to that. be repelled. So the big thing here is, is that it's, it's one of those where they're going to refer people that treat people the way they want to be treated. 
And if your business model, which is the real estate model for years, if your business model is based on making people feel awkward, <laughs> then, then you're not referable. But if your business model is based on making people feel awesome, then you are truly referable. And I'm going to tell you what, one of those two people has a better life. I'm not going to tell you which one. You're going to have to figure it out on your own. But I have chosen the path to make people feel awesome, and I'm never going to make people feel awkward. Michael, can you walk us through the psychology of a referral? Because I think a lot of people, and I I agree, myself too, we're all guilty of this, you guys, but I think a lot of people feel sometimes that, oh my God, if I send them an email, am I being annoying? Am I being overburdening? Am I doing this? Are they going to hate me? Am I going to look stupid? Walk us through the psychology of a referral. So, so, because the truth is that people actually want to refer you guys business. You just have to make it easy for them. That's right. And I think the biggest thing is, is that you can't portray an image of super success. Now, do you need to portray an image of success? Yes. The problem is your friends, relatives, the people that know you, your circle of influence, they don't think you need or want referrals. Why? Because you never talk about them. You talk about all your successes. You're so damn super successful. You've got a picture of you standing in front of a Learjet, and it's (laughs) actually just a green screen, but I get what you're talking about. But it's one of those where, you know, don't be a billionaire, right, which is a fake millionaire. I think the biggest thing here is, is just be real and be able to communicate in a way that you let people know that referrals are at the central point of everything you do in your business. So it's not asking for referrals. You know, that's, that's the thing that I do differently than any of the other quote unquote referral gurus is I don't believe in asking for referrals. I don't believe in asking verbally for, because they feel Love awkward. That. And not only yeah. that, you feel awkward. So that the thing is, is, is you want people to feel so awesome, but you also need to communicate in a way that referrals are the answer. I'll give you an example is Mike, last time we talked, you know, he, he was talking about, he's got an awesome software coming out that you guys have all got to tech out. It's, it's, it's honestly going to be the digital dashboard for your business and your broker's business. You got to check it out. And, and here's the thing. He goes, so Michael, how can I help you? And, and we didn't have much time, but I know my answer. My answer is referrals. Right? He said, how can I help you? What can I do for you? And I said, referrals. And he's like, oh, wow. You know, what do you need? Speaking engagements. I'm always looking to speak. I love to speak. That's a big part of our business is me speaking. And I have 80 CRT certified referral trainers who are begging to speak. They love to speak. So refer us to speaking engagement and we'll figure out the solution. So, but notice that I didn't ask for referrals. He just asked me how he could help me or what he could do for me. Well, I'm telling you, my entire system is predicated on giving massive value first. When you give massive value first, people are going to ask how can I help you? What can I do for you? The answer is referrals. Don't say never mind or don't worry about it because trust me, they won't worry about it and you've lost an opportunity. The answer is referrals. Referrals is not a question. Referrals is the answer. I agree 100%. I mean, I want to give you another example. How do we ask for referrals different ways? So here's something we do like part of our, in our system, um, you guys should all freaking go join it. Brand you, join my website, get there. But here's what we do. We, we prompt people on when to send video emails out, right? So here's a video email. Here's a good way to ask for referrals without really having to ask for it in a fun, cute way. So this is our Valentine's Day greeting. If you guys want to write this down, take the subject line, the script and everything, and I'm just going to wing it. Yeah. The subject line is, I love you for Valentine's Day. And we like doing the video email for it. And here's the script. Three, two, one. 
yeah, it's pretty weird. Your realtor's saying, I love you. And I don't know if you know this or not, but 100% of my business comes from people just like you in the form of referrals, repeat clients. So I'm just telling you, I'm appreciative for that. It's Valentine's Day. I fucking love you, dude. But I got to tell you something else. It's Valentine's Day and you're probably wondering why the hell we're celebrating this. So I want to give you a quick tip of information about what St. Valentine is and why we celebrate this holiday every February 14th. And I go through like a history of St. Valentine's Day, which is really interesting. I never knew it before. But I just need an excuse to stay in top of mind. And I just wanted to give them a funny way of asking for referrals. And that was always my number one subject line. It's always my number one email of the year. And everyone always responds something funny so I can initiate the conversation, talk a little bit more and sort of, you know, play a little bit of grab ass. You don't have to ask for referrals. I agree with you. I think it's very awkward because you're really asking someone for money. Like, to be honest, hey, dude, what you got for me, right? But when you make it part of your story from a position of gratitude and vulnerability, um, I think that's right. I love how you said that because I never thought about it myself that way. Is that, and you did it when he came on the show. If you guys listen, when Michael came on, Michael's a big name, okay? Michael Mayer knows a lot of fucking people. He's been doing this for a while. But did he come on the show and say, my name is this and I could do this, this, and that? He said, my name doesn't fucking matter right off the bat. What I'm going to do here is just add value and think about the difference in positioning right off the bat on brand and what that says about someone's persona and character and all of that. So I don't know if you guys picked up on that. I did, but 100%. So what activities, now you guys understand, and obviously, dude, this business is based on referrals. I personally think lead generation is dead. That's why companies like Zillow, Realtor.com, and all of them are going towards a referral model because no one can convert. And it's hurting their brands. So other than door knocking, cold calling, which... Keep door knocking five years from now. I guarantee you'll have a shotgun in your face. And uh, door knocking, knock yourself out or cold calling. Nobody wants this stuff. So how are you going to pick up business? And that's what personal branding, attraction, all this stuff is taking place. So what other activities, like client events you mentioned, like what can be some proactive activities? Because what we have to do, I believe, is retrain our brain to put the same emphasis on relationship building, client nurturing, and all event holding, whatever, in place of what previously used to be prospecting, yeah. door knocking, and doing all the other crap that, yeah. let's be honest, it doesn't fucking work anymore. Yeah, so quit looking for clients and start, start looking for ambassadors, right? So everybody can be an ambassador. So we need to start treating people like they could be referral sources. You know, the, the problem in this industry is that it, it's like, hey, are you looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate? No, okay. Are you looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate? No, okay. Are you looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate? No. So okay. Are, are you looking to buy, sell, or... Yes. Oh, my God. Hey, Dave. Oh, my God. <laughs> How are, oh, my God. Let me get on my knees and hug your knees. Oh, my yeah. God. I love you. Oh, my God. I feel like we've been best friends for, like, forever. This happened. This moment just... It happened for a reason. I know. Don't you believe everything happened yeah. for a reason? That we, and it's like all the love, right? And, and the fact of the matter is, is we blew off three potential referral sources. So... The thing we have to do is so we true. need to look at everybody as a potential referral source. And that includes the greeting. That includes how we treat them. That includes how we help them. We add value to them as well. So that's the biggest thing is, is that the first thing is we need to see people as potential referral sources. We need to be out there. But as far as activities, you got to realize referrals are a result. Referrals are a result. And, and too many people treat referrals as an accidental result because they're like, oh, I just got a referral out of the blue. Or I got a referral by accident. Or, you know what? I just got a referral. Crazy. I don't know how it happened. But the truth is, you did something way back in your history to someone 
who said something to someone else and those dominoes were tilting while you were doing whatever you were doing. And then that referral domino finally fell back in your lap, maybe a year later, two years later, eight years later, but you did something. You actually orchestrated that referral. You have power over referrals. You can orchestrate referrals and trust me on this. We've had people orchestrate 148 referrals in one day, 187 referrals in one day, 209 referrals in one weekend. Damn. So it can be orchestrated. So what are the activities? And, and here's the thing, right? It's just like, what if in 30 seconds I could tell you the number one best direct mail piece to ever send your database? What if I could tell you the number one call to make to your database that would maximize referrals? What if I could tell you the number one video to do for your database that would do referrals? In 30 seconds, what if I could tell you the best Facebook message to send, the best Facebook post to send, the best text message to send, the best text video to send? What if I could tell you the answer to all of the number one best reason to contact your database? Would you want to know that? Yep. The number one direct mail piece, video, email video, email, text video, text, phone call, handwritten note, the number one best reason to contact your database is an invitation to an event. Yes. An invitation to an event. So all of your activities for the year are going to be wrapped around events. You're either going to be inviting, inviting people to events or you're going to be expressing your appreciation for them attending your event or you're going to tell them you missed them at your event. So you're going to have three or four or seven events a year. And the eight weeks before the event, you're going to invite people seven or eight different ways called the invitation sequence. And then afterwards for four weeks, you're going to follow up appropriately. And that's the follow-up sequence. And then of course we have a confirmation sequence and an event sequence. Confirmation is those who are FVPS. And then you've got the event sequences, what happens at the event. And all of those activities, you're like, oh my gosh, it's like we're an event-based business. Exactly. Yes, you, you are. are. I mean, 100%. look who I've converted, right? I've converted Chick-fil-A. I've converted PepsiCo with Taco Bell. I've converted Waste Management Incorporate. I've converted some car dealerships are doing event-based businesses now. So it's like the event is the centerpiece. It's the reason. And just think about how that, like, all of a sudden, like, things click in the universe. Because now you're at a networking event. You meet four or five people that are strangers. What's your call to action? A coffee? Get their card? Right? Here's the thing. It's an invitation to your event. And those who come, notice what, I mean, is there anything more attractive than an invitation to an event? Nope. You are literally saying, come towards me. Come towards me. And those who come towards you, they're interested. Those who don't, don't chase them. Don't worry about them. Trust me, they'll get on the train eventually. And I have to tell you, that's been the secret of Referco that a lot of, I've really never disclosed that before. Why have we done so well? And honestly, you're like, I don't even know how well Referco does. And I freaking love that. I love, we're the, we're the submarine that nobody knows about. You know, I love it. So how is that? How have we been so successful? Because we run the 7L system. We run an event-based business that's built on building great one-on-one relationships. So it's very defined. Um, I love that you said, I was wondering what you're going to say. I'm like, what's he going to do? What's he going to do? hundred percent. If you're not doing these client events, I'll I'll share a couple of stories that I had and you're right. I used to do two events a year, but big ones. 
Uh, my largest one is 800 people. I started doing 40 people, but we kept it consistent. And the only reason I have the event, Mike, Mike, I have to, I have to applaud you, right? I mean, that's the beauty. That's why our hearts are aligned. I can tell, I, like I said, I, I, we barely met, but I love you. You know, it's one of those <laughs> where you had the 800 event. And that's one of the things I talk about is, is your three of your events a year need to be all yap, which is yearly appreciation plan. That's yap, yearly appreciation plan. All yap is for everyone in your database and yep. everyone in your database. So you've got, you know, 800, it's a big event. It's a great place to hide if you're me because you don't have to be there. I mean, you're there, you don't do anything. You high five and you leave. I'm a, I'm a big time introvert. So I've found the best place to hide is at an 800 person event, so, <laughs> you know, and then you come in, you come in under your control, you do a five minute thing where it's like, Oh my God, thanks everybody for coming. I just wanted to let you know, Hey, listen, the reason we can have events like this is because of quite frankly, you and your referrals. You know, yep. I would, I'd rather spend money on you and doing things like this than spending it on advertising or promotion. How many of you would agree with me? Woo, right. And yep. so here's the thing is, is thank you so much. This is our appreciation. We all appreciate you. I love all of you. Thank you so much for what you do for us. We're going to do door prizes here in about 30 minutes. So make sure you fill out the door prize entry form. We'll see you in 30 minutes. Let's have some fun. We'll see you. Right. Peace. That's it. And, and you peace out and let them go get drunk. Have fun. That's right. Uh, the only reason I liked, I didn't care if anyone ever showed up to the event. I just wanted to build my direct mail list. I wanted to build my email list. And like an event turns into like seven or eight different touches through multiple channels. So That's direct mail piece, right? And then That's what people, what I found like, and then even at the event, people would bring their friends. So I would have, my brand was like duty, right? So I'm having a, a, a I'm having a shit show drunk fest, no doubt. <laughs> I would run off, I would yeah. run off, I would run out nightclubs. Yeah. And because the kitchen was closed, it was cheaper to rent them out when they weren't open. So we'd rent it out about six to 9 p.m. But the image, like I would get ice sculptures, I would get like food catered and feed everyone, get them drinks. And how we paid for it, the events would run anywhere 10 to 15,000 bucks. But I sponsored the whole damn thing out. That's right. And then we teamed up with our agents. And here's what happened is that we would do these just to build our list, a contact, and everyone got a personal call. The mm -hmm. fact that we were, we were just having more conversations and then the follow up after the event, and what I sort of came to realize was sort of like, they're like, wow, he must be doing pretty good. He's having these events. Mm -hmm. And that was just a perception people had. Yeah. And they didn't really, why is he having an event again? Oh, because he's in real estate. Yeah. And that reminder turned in, I mean, the events paid for themselves, dude. It was just like, it was a great brand. And not only that, if you do four of these a year, you just create another 32 touches. Yeah. And, and uh, is there any other system you've heard of where you can make money making money that's legal? Right. I mean, the thing is, is you you came close to making money on every one of your events. We have clients who have profited five thousand by having three or seven events. They profited. That means they paid for all the events and made five thousand more dollars. We have outliers who have made twenty, thirty, and fifty thousand dollars having their events, but they also make money on the referrals. So totally. it's making money, making money. I mean, is, is there another model that, that and, and it becomes a buzzworthy, we talk about talkabouts and talkabouts are what are people talking about when it comes to you? You know, are they talking about your closing gift? Probably not. You know, yeah. are they talking about, you know, what people talked about with me when I first started were my housewarming parties. I did a housewarming party for every single one of my clients, whether they bought 690,000 or 69,000. I did a housewarming party for them. And I'll tell you, that was my talk about. People would talk about these house ring parties. They weren't talking about my service or the contract or even their homes. 
they were talking about this realtor who was throwing house ring parties for their clients. Boosh, right? Yep. 187 transactions, no repeat clients, all referral. So the thing about it is you need to create a talk about. Well, an event isn't just something you can make money on. It's not just something that has the benefit of leverageable and scalable. And it's not just this like plus like equals two loves, but it's also this huge, powerful talk about that people are going to go and speak highly about you. They're going to talk about it. You have a big party on Monday at work. What are they going to talk about? They're going to talk about Johnny's 0 for 3 game in the baseball game? No. You know, they're going to talk about this huge party they went to on Friday or Saturday. You're right. I remember um, one guy before I left Chicago, it's probably about two years before I left, I get a call from a guy, his name is Jimmy, and um, he's like, hey, yeah, what's up, Mike? I'm like, who's this? Came in, like, he, I'm like, you know, when people feel like they know you already, like, and right, most people right. would do to me. So, like, what's up, bro? Or what's up, dude? I got a lot of that because of my branding. Because of your brand, I, yeah. So, he go, I'm like, how the hell is this guy? Who is this guy? Where'd he come from? Look him up on Facebook. I'm friends with him. So, he's like, he's like dude, uh, yeah, he's like, I remember I came to your party three years ago. It was awesome. Oh, by the way, we have to buy a house. <laughs> like, what? Getting my party three years ago. He still remembered the experience uh, that he had on it because we made him a lot of fun, you know, so it works. Uh, let me let me make a point on that because that's exactly how it works, right? Is, yep. is, here's the thing. If you weren't so great at tracking and asking those questions, and actually if he wouldn't have brought it up, you would just work with him as you a don't buyer know, or right. seller and, and just right. went. But the thing is, is you orchestrated that person to use you as your realtor. I mean, well, period. Here's the funny part is that another realtor brought him to the event, but he remembered me because it was my event. I there forgot to mention that. <laughs> the other realtor he lost touch with. There's like a friend of his and they just sort of lost touch. That's right. Um, but I would invite realtors to the events too. Like I'd invite everybody. Didn't matter. That's right. Oh, so um, let's talk about that a little bit. So who do we invite, right? You need to invite your, your forever clients. You need to invite your current clients, of course. You need to invite your Facebook friends, you need to invite your sphere of influence, that kind of thing. You need to invite out of town agents. You're like, wait, no, I'm in Chicago. Why would I invite somebody from Kansas City or Denver? That's a good you know point. why? Here's the first thing. They're not going to come, maybe. And how much does it cost you to invite them if they don't come? Zero. Zero. So you're going to invite them. You're, a lot of you are members of all these Facebook groups. You need to let people know about your events and invite them. Here's the other side. They may come. I did a launch party for my book in Kansas City. I invited about 275 agents from around the country. Were they going to come? I was like, there's no way they're coming to Kansas City. But you know what Don and Terry McNaughton did? They drove up from Northwest Arkansas. We had an agent there from Denver. We had agents there from Columbia, Missouri, St. Louis, Missouri, and Des Moines, Iowa, who drove in for my book launch. You got to realize I'd never written a book before. This was my first book and nobody knew if it was going to be any good. And they drove in, they made it. But you know what I did? I invited them. Let's go to the next step. I invited them. Then I had a conference where about 200 of the 275 were at the conference. I did a book launch party at that conference. Well, all 200 came to that one and they did videos they became these huge ambassadors yeah. for me. And I think one of the reasons is because they were there from the beginning and I had invited them to the first event. And you know what? Part of it is like, I couldn't make the first event, but man, I'm so glad I can make the second one because I want to support you, Michael. I love you, Michael. And how can I support you? Right? So sometimes when you invite people and they can't come, I'm not saying this is why you do it, but they get a little guilty. 
you know, they get a little guilty. And, and have we had people where they're invited to a series of events and they just can't make it, but yet they refer us? Yes, yes that has happened many times. It's a psychological who, ca- who cares if they show value. up? That's like, a, who cares? Fact, it doesn't that's, matter. That's right. No, the best people in the world are non-attendees. Right. They don't cost you anything, and yet they get all the communication. I see a lot of uh, like with a lot of realtors with client events. They're like, oh, I'm only inviting this amount of people, or no, no, they're they're clients. They're coming, or, or 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 no, folks. The biggest disappointments in your life are when you log into Facebook and you see someone else holding keys with you, somebody else. So <laughs> it's not just past clients. It, it, everybody has the ability to refer you business. Look, everyone lives somewhere. We have such a unique business where it's not like. Yeah. Like I, I remember uh, when I graduated college, a lot of my friends went into financial planning yeah. and that's a hard sale, right? Yeah. Like yeah. you want to invest in 401ks and all this stuff. Not everyone invests in 401ks, but everyone lives somewhere, guys. That's why the value in a real estate agent's business is not in the number of transactions you grow. It's the size of your audience. Right. And I'm not talking about a database. I'm talking about an audience. The difference is very simple. Your database is nothing more than a collection of contact information. It's not worth anything unless that collection of people have an active ear to any time you open your fucking mouth. The second you turn them and you consistently communicate with them, they turn into an audience. And eventually, like you said, a brand ambassador. I wanted to get your opinion on this and we'll get this thing wrapped up. Gifting, client gifting um, and all of that. What's your opinion on client gifting? Do you do it? Do you recommend it? So yeah, so I pour money into the Referral Research Institute. I, I used to say I owned a business called the Referral Re- Research Institute, but I'm not very proud of it because it doesn't make any money. But it's really good for stats. And the thing about it is we, we surveyed 100 past owners on their transaction and that kind of thing. And it was like, you know, what, what kind of gifts did you get? What do you think? And so what was interesting is, is then we sourced it. 82 of those 100 transactions were referred. And that's way higher than what we see out there. And, and that, that was like startling to me. And I did a little more research and it's, yeah, the people on social media, you call it a Facebook referral. That's not, that's a referral. Right. Like, you know, and then here's the other thing. People will get referred to you. They then do a Google search and then they fill out your form on Correct. the internet. And you're like, I got an internet lead. Yay. And it's like, oh. no, that's a referral too. So it is interesting that that it's probably the numbers are probably skewed low, which makes it even more insane that we don't have a referral. It's person. it's really hard to track. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like you don't. And everyone at people ask me this all the time with the video stuff. They're like, yeah. how do they're like how what's my ROI going to be? I'm like, dude, you already lost a battle. Yeah. Like your salesperson, it's not an ROI. You cannot put an investment dollar amount into a relationship that has the ability to make you multiple thousands of dollars at the given of a conversation. Period. Yep. So let's yeah. talk gifting, right? Yeah. So what was interesting is people don't want a referral gift. They don't want a gift referral, which is so great because RESPA says you can't give them anything anyway. So guess what? No more referral gifts. But here's what they did expect that surprised me. They do expect a closing gift. They really do. In fact, I had a couple of ladies that I talked to that were upset because their realtors didn't get them closing gifts. And it's yeah. like, I mean, I'm just reporting it. I'm not saying what is, what is. But I'm going to tell you, I mean, here's the other thing. So we had a conversation. It was like, what if that agent had done a house ring party for you as a closing gift? Would you have like, it's like, oh my God, yes. In fact, we need to do a house ring party, right? So the house ring party, in my opinion, is the best closing gift because not only that, it gets you a chance to go from outside the circle with their circle to inside the circle. You become part of the family, 100%. Become part of the family, become part of the circle, become part. And I can tell you story after story. 
I remember I went thing. to a, I went to a client invited me to their wedding. It was great. I'm like, fuck, you invited me to your wedding? Like, really? That's, yeah, that's cool. the first class I ever sold. I remember that. Uh, the multiple <laughs> repeat clients, the very first client I ever had. And I think about it. But I went to their wedding and it started funny. And I realized when I got back in the car and I left the wedding, my fly was down the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Now that I think about it, I'm going to go back and check my pictures from my wedding just to make yep. sure my fly wasn't down because uh, I will tell you the night before, I, I'm surprised I remember a lot at my wedding. So. Um, so here's the thing, right? Is gifting. I believe the best gifts are surprises. So we have something called the January call, and we had over a thousand people doing this January call in January. They're calling their ambassadors, they're calling their champions, which are the top people in their their database, and they're just asking questions like, "Hey, did you do you believe in New Year's resolutions? Did you set a New Year's resolution? Do you have a bucket list? Are you traveling anywhere this year?" What goals do you have this year? What project most excites you this year? So we're looking at like the big picture for the year. And, and what we've discovered is those who have goals make better referral sources. Those who travel make better referral sources. It's just an interesting dynamic. Wow, that's deep. We're trying to create the ultimate ambassador. I have a, a checklist thing that I'm creating that is an ambassador score. So literally when you meet someone you're going to be able to put them into your into this app and it's going to calculate an ambassador score and an ambassador score is those most likely to refer you right so there are behavioral styles there are professions there are totally. social spheres there are number of friends on facebook there are things that make someone more likely to refer you than others there's people in the world who will never refer you no matter right. you could walk on water and you could literally change water to wine and they yep. wouldn't refer you or follow you. And that's a true statement, by the way. So it here's is. the thing is now, so I just did this uh, with a guy named Mark and I was talking to Mark. I found out that in August he is, oh, first of all, he had a growth plan where he's reading a book a month. And I asked him what books he, and what books he was planning. One of the books that he was planning on reading, I should say 7L here, but he's already read 7L. But it was Leadership and Self-Deception, which is a very good book, by the way. And so I immediately, after the call, ordered from Amazon Leadership and Self-Deception that will be delivered to his house. Then I discovered that he's going to Italy and South France in August. I set a reminder on Siri in July, I am going to send him some tourist guides, Rick Steve, S-T-E-V-E-S. Rick Stevey has a great tourist guide and it's like less than 10 bucks. So I'm going to send him a tourist guide on Italy, a tourist guide on Southern France. They're going to be delivered like July 21st. He'll have them, he'll read them. And then he's going in August. So it's one of those where those are the gifts that I truly, I mean, here, notice how personal it is. That's not a gift. That's an investment. It is an investment. Well, I believe that all gifts are investments, but that's, that's a whole nother whole another story for a whole another day. But, <laughs> but the thing is, 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 you know, it, it's one of those. So we're looking for excuses to, to give these gifts. Now, I mean, I may only talk to Mark twice more before August, you know, because of events or because of other the things that we're doing. But you know what? I know that in July, he's, he's going to be getting these, these great tourist guides of areas that he's getting ready to go to. So it's, I believe in your gifts have to be personalized and customized. Totally. If you ever hear the word bulk or mass or what can I get everybody out of your mouth, then it's probably going to flop, right? I mean, it, it's like 
I, I could go I, off. I think that you, um, I mean, I think you just, you basically lock, I think it's a referral confirmation. I think the problem though that people have are like, uh, they're looking for an ROI. And it's, again, it's a lot of it's mindset. I remember I saw, um, I forget what master, uh, we were at closing table mastermind and one of the guys came there and spoke as a gift giving company. And he was talking about how he was trying to get the attention of a major CEO of some like yeah. fortune 500 company yeah. and he didn't know how to do it. Yeah. So he bought him a fucking $3,500 sauna, like <laughs> out of nowhere. You think he got him on the phone seven days later? You bet. You damn sure he's got the account now. But he just, you know, like you hit him sideways. Why did he get him a sauna? Like, I, I think the guy was into like, so, there was a reason behind it. Like he, Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. I mean, he, don't he buy researched, me a freaking sauna. He, right? he researched him. <laughs> he researched him and the guy was like, he, he knew that the guy really wanted the sauna is what it came down to. That, um, so there you go, right? It was personalized and <laughs> yeah, customized. 100%. So I love it. I love it. I so, like that. I think that's an awesome idea. So it's almost like you pull your own audience, audience being your database, that's right. asking them what they're going to do this year. And based upon their answers, you're right. You could tell who is more referable. I always, I always see more referrals from entrepreneurs. Yeah. Other entrepreneurs. That's why we like doing business owner interviews for our video series is because. So that's it, right? I mean, so small business owners, entrepreneurs, anybody that you would see at a networking group, those professions are typically more inclined to refer you than the nine to fiver. And it makes sense. The nine to fiver, look at their world, right? They get up, they fix breakfast for the kids, eat something on their way to work. They go to work, they go to work nine to five. They play on the internet from five to six. They leave at (laughs) six. They fight, you know, because they want to miss rush hour traffic. And then they drive home at six. They fix dinner or get the kids to sports. They fix themselves dinner. They collapse in front of the TV, maybe even falling asleep in front of the TV. And then they go to bed. Where is the time for them to refer you? It's not a good or bad. I, I, I don't judge anybody, right? Everybody's good. But it's one of those where it's like they just don't have the time or the inclination to refer you as much. But I will tell you, we're still going to invite them to the all yap because we have people like Barbara. Barbara worked at Russell Stover. And Barbara has been in our system for eight, nine years. Been invited to our events, came to some of them. And Barbara heard someone at work talking about selling their house and Barbara ended up referring this. I mean, Barbara was so excited on the phone. She was like, I finally got a referral for you. I finally got a referral for you. You know, they're super excited because you provided so much value through the years and they understand how valuable referrals are in my community and in the 7L community. Referrals are more valuable than money. Referrals are more valuable than money because there's a person tied to it. Mm-hmm. And that's the, that's the power here, right? Referrals are currency. And, and we have to realize currency is a very powerful word, right? Money, we call money currency. But notice the word currency. It runs in currents, right? Well, those currents are determined by people. And we have to get in. If you want more money, get in front of the current. Yeah. Get in front of the current. Be in the current. Right. And that's why you have to talk to people. You need to have positive conversations. You need to have positive interactions. You're not just going to sit behind your computer and, and get referrals and make money. Makes a lot of sense. This whole um, referral game is really is just common sense. I think it's the way that we are all made naturally. Serve others, care for others, love on others, constantly look out for others instead of ourselves. Don't be so self-serving, folks. You'll be amazed at what the world will do to you when karma is in play. And that's basically what we're talking about right here. You give, you get. Michael, go ahead and um, take the final step here and uh, go ahead and give our listeners how they can connect with you. Go ahead and plug your social media sites. Folks, if you guys need a coach to help you on referrals, there's really not another 
question. Honestly, if you need anyone to help you run a real estate business, you're talking to him right now. You're looking at him. He's going to give you his website. Go there and click the fucking link. Sign up and fire whoever guru that is teaching you how to go prospect and cold call a bunch of shit because it's only a matter of time until you're burned out. Everyone is. We're human. We cannot. Those that can prospect for 10 years straight, you are special. Most of us can't do that. Um, if you can, great. Don't stop it. But imagine if you brought in a referral arm into the leads you're closing. Why are you prospecting so hard? You want to get clients, right? Yep. So then you get clients, then what, right? You want to keep going prospect? What if those clients could produce you more prospects, you know? So it's like, even if you prospect, I hope your end game is the referral game. That's totally. what I hope, right? Has to be. I, so referco.com, R-E-F-E-R-C-O.com. You, you can find out anything you'd ever want about me and probably more than you want. And then, uh, <laughs> you know, referrals podcast, if you're a podcast listener, which obviously you are, you're listening to one of the best in the real estate industry right now, referrals podcast, referralspodcast.com. I truly believe it is the best free resource for referrals on the planet. And guess what? The audience is voting too. We just hit number 12 in the world in the marketing department for referrals podcast. I mean, we just hit top 30 in Australia, which to be totally honest with you, I have no idea if that's good or bad. <laughs> I mean, how many people are listening to podcasts in Australia? But I did notice that we uh, we rose up the charts to the top 100 and previewed at uh, number 29. So uh, that's cool. But I, I think the biggest thing is you can do what we do while doing some of the other things. And what you're going to find is I believe that you should build your business based on love, generosity, and appreciation. What do I do? I help business owners build event-based businesses based on a foundation of love, generosity, and appreciation. But it's not fluff and stuff. Love, we have strategies. Generosity, over 30 strategies that are generosity-based. Appreciation, we have strategies for you to express your appreciation in a way that gets you referrals. So it's a system. And I think, like you said, it's one of those where it is common sense, but maybe it's tough to figure out what order to do things in. Totally. And that's what we've cracked the code in. What is the order of events? How do we do this in a way that maximizes referrals? And that's what we do, right? Yep. Here's the thing, right? We don't think about our cardiovascular system or respiratory system. And I think God did that on purpose, right? Because if we had to think about it, we'd mess it up. You know what I mean? So it's one of those where we've created this referral system that generates a lot of referrals. You know, we've, we've got a lot of people chucking out 29, 30, 32, 60 referrals in, in one day. And it's not by accident. It's orchestrated. So I, I'm not very good at selling myself, but the bottom line is, is that. I'll sell you. Go to his website and click his sit and buy his shit. If you want more referrals, simple as that. Folks, you have to invest in yourself. But the bottom line, you guys all went to college, right? Or for those who did, we spent X amount of money. How did that work out for you? Jack shit. It's the same thing. Like what I tell people to join us is there's nothing more that better than to invest in yourself, whether you're reading, whether you're doing education, whether you're hiring a coach. So yeah. thank you guys. This is an awesome, awesome show, Michael. I appreciate it. You mean you got to do an event one day soon. But what we're going to do is uh, go ahead and end the show, folks. We appreciate you listening to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. You know how to find me. Very simple. Realestatemarketingdude.com. Log on to our site. Take all the free training. If you need help building your brand, defining your voice, or creating a video series, or if you want us to run your damn YouTube ads, anything with video we can do. We can script, edit, and distribute. If you want to set up a strategy call, go visit me at realestatemarketingdude.com. Once you visit my site, I will retarget you until you continue to finally book an appointment because... 
it works for everyone. The only time this doesn't work is when the people you're putting your content in front of don't like you. And I'm sorry, that's nothing I can help you with, but you're probably in the wrong business. Thanks for listening to another episode. We appreciate each and every one of you. Love you guys. Peace. Today's episode may be over, but we have plenty more to keep you busy. To get your complete blueprint for building out a real marketing plan for your real estate business, head over to realestatemarketingdude.com and see if you have what it takes to really become more than just a typical agent. Are you the next real estate marketing dude? Find out here next time on Real Estate Marketing Dude.